Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day, ladies and gentlemen. Today we are back with an episode that is all about storytelling. And today I want to talk a little bit about why the ability to tell stories is absolutely huge and it probably relates much more to the sports business world and uh, success in the sports business world than you think. And I spoke about this very briefly uh, on last week's episode number 200, talking about the things that I've learned, but I will go into a little bit more depth here. One of the things that I've realized over the past, I'd say, five years or so, maybe six, especially when I started traveling a lot and, and traveling overseas, is that personally, I love storytelling. And when I say storytelling, I'm not necessarily talking about sitting around a campfire, just telling one story, uh, or you know, uh, reading a book to uh, you know uh, a classroom of students. Like I'm, I'm telling about constant communication of either my life or my experiences or other people's experiences that I've heard, and just continuously communicating that. Um, and so, you know, what I love about storytelling is really just genuinely sharing what I'm doing. I, I'm, I'm telling the story of, of my life. And, and sure, I mean, I, I think that I live a pretty interesting life. And especially once I started traveling internationally, uh, but I would get texts or DMs from friends like, yo, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, what, what, do, you, what do you do for work? What are you doing in Vietnam? Like, hey, man, why are you on a boat in the Danube River? Like, why are you getting a haircut in Albania? You know, and um, I just, I think it's super cool to be able to not just, hey, here, here's a picture of of me on the Danube River, but tell that story, whether it's through text or whether it's through uh, video or whether it's through audio, which has been cool that I'm doing this podcast now. Um, and yeah, as much as I I, I want to say that, sure, I just travel around every single day just to tell a story. Um it's not always peaches and cream. There are definitely some challenges that I have to work through. Uh, but the point is here, the power of storytelling has never been stronger. The impact that it has and that, uh, that it can have for you is tremendous. Um, and, and so again, as always, don't forget why I'm, why I'm sharing this is that because it can help you in the world of sports business, but even out, out of sports business for a second, out of agency, out of coaching, out of playing as a professional, it can help you in life. Right, stories help us understand other people. Stories help us remember um, different experiences that we had that were similar. Stories help people um, engage in whatever activity they're doing. Stories motivate people to try new things. Right, I've had friends and and non friends reach out to me and say that my travels or a story I told or a picture I posted and a caption that I that I wrote encouraged them to book a flight internationally or to reach into their uh, research into their family heritage or to do something new that they haven't done before. And that is freaking awesome, right? At the end of the day, stories stick with people. 
And if you if you can tell a story really well, um, you you not only share the actual experience that you had, but uh, you know, with others, but you kind of relive that experience. And uh, I actually, it's funny. I had lunch yesterday with a couple of friends in Princeton, a few coaches, scouts. Um, and one of them said, you know, like my, my international travels reminded them of the movie Taken, right? And so I said, it's funny. I, I, have, a, I have a story that, that during that time, it actually reminded myself about the movie Taken because I was in a situation that was similar. And of course, I'll tell you the story here in a second. Um, I think I actually, I think I shared this story briefly in one of the first 30 to 40 episodes, but I can't remember fully. I can't remember if I got into details or not, but uh, if I did already and you hear this for a second time, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully it, it, it hits a different angle or I tell another detail of the story that you didn't hear. And if you haven't heard it before, um, then you are welcome. So uh, the story goes like this. I was I was in Croatia, and um, which is an amazing country, an amazing spot. I've been to several cities in in, in Croatia, and they're all they're all awesome, wonderful people. Um, and so, just as a disclaimer here, uh, whether a story has an amazing ending, a sad ending, or a crazy situation in the middle, I think one story should not give a bad reputation to a certain type of people or place or whatever, because there are obviously crazy people in every single country in the world and crazy situations everywhere. Right. So that's the disclaimer. So I'm in Croatia in a lovely Airbnb. And I remember checking into the Airbnb, walking up to the second floor uh, and, and, and knocking on the door, checking in the, the, the couple, the old, uh, super nice old couple that were probably, you know, grandparents age ish um, that had that had that property as, you know, I guess an investment property and they're renting it out. They were in there finishing cleaning themselves and they, they welcomed me and, you know, some, some uh, pretty, pretty good English. I, I would say better than broken English. Um, and they were, they were super nice. Um, so this, and, and, you know, obviously then they took off. And so uh, this Airbnb that I was staying at was about a five minute walk from, from the arena that I was going to watch practice at the next day and go to a game at in the following day. And, uh, and so I went and I grabbed dinner one night, uh, the, the first night, and I came back to the apartment. Uh, and it was one of those apartments where, you know, when you can ring a, you know, ring the, actually, I guess pun not intended here, because I don't think it was the ring device, but you can ring, ring the doorbell and then it, it, it buzzes up uh, to inside the apartment and you could open the door. And so I was eating dinner and I heard that buzz. And I'm like, that's, that's strange. Obviously I don't know anyone or I, I know a couple of people here in Croatia, but I don't know why that would be buzzing on my Airbnb. So maybe it's just, you know, a random person with the wrong door. And I went about my business, kept eating my food. A couple minutes later, buzz again. And I'm like, all right, well, they clearly have the wrong spot. Let me just, I'll just let them rock. And then, uh, and then we'll go along with it. 10 minutes later, a couple more buzzes, buzz, buzz, buzz. And I'm like, all right, well, third time's a charm. Maybe this is the last time I'm just going to finish up my meal here. And I think th there's no way they're going to stick around. A couple minutes later, I didn't hear a buzz. I heard, I heard a knock on the door, an actual knock, like uh, on the door. And so this is inside the apartment where you have to buzz to get into through that open door in order to get in and up the stairs. I heard a knock on the actual door, like right the door that leads into the Airbnb department. And I'm like, oh, that's very strange. This is this is kind of creepy. And so I was thinking at first, you know, should I just like who the heck is this? Who can this possibly be that is that adamant about getting in here? Um 
And so should I just kind of like be quiet and pretend like I'm not here? And then I'm like, ah, oh, well, the lights were on. They're, they're, they're probably not that dumb. They found a way to get into this building. So, so I opened the door. All right. I, I gave in and I opened the door and obviously I didn't know who it was. So I, you know, opened it kind of like a small crack, crack and said, hello. And as I opened the door, there's this it's six foot four monster monster of a policeman full gear full police uh full police outfit he's got he's got the gear on he's got the boots on he's got pretty much everything except like a big helmet right i'm like whoa like hey like uh, how you doing what how can i help you and this guy spoke i was i was talking about broken english before broken english would have been a lottery ticket for this conversation this guy could barely speak a lick of english and so he's like trying to communicate and he's like he's like peering into the into the apartment and kind of like looking over my head trying to see if anyone else is in there it was really really strange and i'm like sorry man like i, I don't i don't know how i can help you um you know i i kind of showed him like the, the the my phone that had the owner's contact information on it and he you know kind of shook his head like he didn't want that and i got to a point where it was like getting awkward it was like a minute you know a couple of minutes of just like going back and forth like sign language there like i i didn't know what to do so i'm like all right well have a great night. Like, sorry, I can't help you. And I kind of just like slowly, but surely closed the door, locked it. And, uh, it was very strange. And so then he, he eventually just kind of went on his way. And so I called, uh, I just gave, gave a, gave a quick call to, to the, uh, the old guy that owned the building. I'm like, Hey, you know, I just want to let you know, I'm not sure if someone was looking for you or, you know, yet there was an issue here, but I just wanted to let you know that, you know, a local policeman came up and knocked on the door and we had um, not really a conversation, kind of a halfway conversation. And I just want to let you know, because it was very strange. And the guy says, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry that, 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 you know, the police bothered you. I'm going to dig into this. I'm going to find out what happened. And so he calls me back about 15 minutes later and he says, hey, hey, Kevin, you know, like I, I, I called the local police station to ask what, you know, what went wrong or why they sent someone out there. And they told me that they didn't send any police out. Like there's no police out that went to your building. <laughs> and so I'm thinking like, hold up. So you're telling me that a dude dressed in a full, full-fledged police gear and outfit that probably would have, would have knocked me out if he sneezed in my direction, um, was not a part of the actual police that that was a little bit crazy to me and so obviously like at this point i'm thinking like whoa like i immediately thought of the movie taken and uh you know i'm like well this is this is a bit this is a bit strange i make sure i made sure the door is locked and i mean i i wasn't at the time like i wasn't like scared i mean i guess it was very strange and it was um it was uh it was definitely a strange situation but i'm like all right you know this is this is kind of just a bit a, a bit creepy who knows what the heck happened i will never know um who knows? Anyways, the moral of the story is I survived. I'm here and I get to tell you the story. But as I tell this story, uh, it, it just gives people an idea of like, well, you know, traveling isn't always peaches and cream. It's not always amazing. It's not always beautiful. Now, there are some amazing people, but you always internationally have to keep your head in a swivel and just kind of be aware of things. And obviously, there are certain cultures that have language barriers. So it's not always easy. Now, obviously, this was a little bit of an outlier situation here because um, who the heck knows what that situation um, dealt with. But, uh, you know, there, there was obviously ups and downs of this story. And, and you have the, the excitement, you have the worry, you have the, you know, the, the, 
the weird, awkward, scary moment of who the heck's at my door. Then you have the amazing old couple that rented me out their 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 apartment uh, in the Airbnb, and you know they were super caring and super super kind, and left me a bottle of wine, you know, there. So it's just, I think the power of story is absolutely amazing, and it it, it um it's uh if I were to have not told that story and maybe just posted one picture and said like one caption or just said yeah I got into a crazy situation in Croatia one time. It, it doesn't do it justice. So the power of telling a story is so extremely impactful that uh, I just encourage you to tell more stories and, and, and write them down. And, and it's not going to be every day. Obviously, you have a story like that, but um, you'd be surprised that even the smallest story on, on, on how it can impact someone's day and how it can affect somebody that you're having a conversation with. Um, and, and, and you never know when somebody is going to remember you simply because you told a story. And so since day one of KTA, I've invested in storytelling. First, telling my story and just the story of building something bigger than myself and figuring out how to start an agency and what being an agent means and how to represent players and how different leagues work and how I even get from one country to another and videotaping that and, and doing blogs and vlogs and, 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 um, and sharing that through captions and pictures. And then the second one is a story of my clients. And once I built it up to having clientele, being able to, to share the amazing stories of my clients and how they're getting better and how they're on their journey and how they're going to take their first step and second step and third step. And again, that's not all positive stuff either. You know, then back to part one of my story of how, how difficult it is to recruit clients and then how difficult it is to keep clients and how amazing it is when they get their first job and how shitty it is when they fire you and everything in between. And so um, it's turned into a full circle experience for me because now I get to tell uh, the stories of others as I bring guests on my podcast. And so I'm super excited to take it another level further and I'm going to start investing more time and money into storytelling and let's say the production of storytelling. And I've recently invested in a project uh, where a company is going to help repurpose some of my content. I have amazing audio uh, stories, both my podcast and um, and guests, but I want to amplify that. I want to I want to get it onto other platforms. I want to get it into other mediums uh, or, or other artistic channels. I want to do video. I want to do audio. I want to do caption. I want to do audiograms. I want to do all sorts of stuff that will add you know, different components to being a more impactful story. Every single guest that I've interviewed, I have a full video from, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, and once we get the template rolling here, hopefully by the end of or mid, middle of next week, I'll be able to start po posting more. And I think that will again, really exponentially amplify the storytelling experience. And people will not only hear the passion, the knowledge of the guests on the podcast, but they will see, they will, they will be able to visualize it and match a face with the name uh, and get to see them in action and understand their body language and visualize key quotes that they say with some of these different templates and graphics I'll have, which I'm obviously super excited about. So the lesson today here, uh, my friends, is tell more stories. You never know who you can connect with based on a story you tell. You never know the types of jobs you can open up for yourself simply because you become good at telling a story. If you're able to communicate, you don't even have to be a great storyteller. Uh, you know, if you're able to communicate well and impactfully, you can, you can, that can be a difference between you getting a job or not. It can be a difference between you getting a coaching job or a scouting job, or if you're an aspiring pro, being able to communicate and tell a story and 
openly share what you're thinking with your coach and your teammate can be the difference in you getting a job, getting a contract or not. So I hope that story resonated with some of you guys. I hope you enjoyed the Croatia story. Again, for the record, Croatia is absolutely amazing. Dubrovnik was fantastic. Zagreb, uh, Zagreb was amazing. Um, I have not made it to split yet, but that's next on the list. Um, so remember, there are some amazing people in Croatia. It just happened to be a pretty pretty strange situation there. Um, but hopefully you enjoyed all that today. And uh, I appreciate if you have listened this far. Have an amazing day. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really crazy, you can even share it on social media. As always, if there's a topic you want me to talk about further or a guest you would love to hear on the podcast, just shoot me a message on social media at Kevin Tarka. Thanks again, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning on Sports Business Secrets.